Today we find a reading in the Gospel of John, the first chapter through the first verse through the 18th verse. It's called the Hymn of John. Hear these words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ever equipping God. As I speak, may you increase and I decrease. May the words you have given me for this message be seeds that rest in our hearts that we might bear fruit for you here on earth. May I be bold and courageous in speaking what it is you've given me to speak. And may we as your people have ears that hear. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I just want to say this. I want to say, hallelujah. Can you join me in saying that? Hallelujah. See what I did there? I got you with one word. One word. And we all know where that hallelujah is coming from, right? It's a new year. And I don't know about you, but most of the post and most of the communication I've had in the last week is that we're slamming the door on 2020. There's no negativity in 2021, and we're walking forward. Everybody I talked to was so ready to leave last year behind and step into this year. 
People aren't always like that. But we are ready. We are ready as people of God to walk forward, and it's because of the Word. I got your attention with one word that we use to praise God with. Hallelujah. John gets our attention by using word, logos, the word of God. He says, the word of God. You know, Matthew, he starts out with a genealogy. Mark, he talks about proclaiming what the prophet Isaiah said and that John the Baptist is coming. Luke, he's writing to his friend Theophilus, and he wants to make a historical account of the coming of Jesus. But John, John wants you to know and feel secure in the very logos. Do you know why he relates to that? Do you know why he speaks that? When I said hallelujah, your face is lit up. Your face is lit up because you and I resonated in that one moment. We knew what that word meant and what that expression's for. We know what this time of year is, and we're ready to move forward. John knew his people. In the beginning was the word. John lived in a, a tradition where they spoke history. History was passed down from generation to generation through oral tradition. There weren't big textbooks. There were scrolls that were read for. But most things were learned because one word was spoken to another person, and the word was from God. They learned because of the word. So John knew his audience. And so he begins his hymn, and he says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. Every first word, every word you can think of, God already knows. The word, the word, what we say is the word. If you say, I preach the word of God today, everybody's going to refer to the text that I just read from, right? They're all going to say the Bible is the word of God. We use that word so loosely, but what you need to know is John means it as an intimate expression of God. Not as some flippant rumor, not as some flippant gossip. Not as something that's shot up on a social media or on a post somewhere. He's talking about the very intimate core being of God. Think about that. In the beginning, God was. In fact, if you'll flip your book open to Genesis 1-1, it will say that very statement. In the beginning, God was. Before we ever began anything... There was the word. The word of God, the goodness of God was before all things. He formed the heavens and the earth and they were covered with darkness. That's what Genesis says. In the beginning was God and he formed the heavens and the earth and the earth was covered with darkness. Hear the next statement. And God said, the word of God spoke into the presence of being. He took the tohu vabohu to put it in, in the old text, the chaos. And he brought order to the chaos through word. Because the word was with God. The word is always with God. 
And he said, into the darkness, let there be light. So y'all can tell you some truths from just that little statement. God has always and will always existed. God will always exist. He's always existed. However you picture God, God was before all things. Know that truth. Know that truth. No matter what you encounter, no matter where you go, God was before that. And God is still present in all we do. Our God in the beginning was the Word. Our God spoke it into being. Think about that. It's a new year. What are you speaking into being? Our God spoke creation into being. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. And God spoke to the darkness and said, Oh, no, let there be light. Let there be light. First truth is, there is a God. And God always has been, and God always will be. The second truth is, there is a darkness. There always has been, and there always will be. There is a darkness. Now, I wanted to tell you what happened to me. I've been alone. I won't say alone, but I've been, as we use in my, my country, I've been batching it for four or five days. And when you're home alone, and I'm the man who, I love this new term. A friend of mine here in Paris, Texas gave me this term, is a hobby enthusiast. Y'all know I have tons of hobbies, but I didn't do anything. I mean, I tried a new hobby. And started to learn about a new hobby. But I, over four or five days, I've been reflecting on 2020. You have to be careful what you reflect on. And you have to be careful what you focus on in your life. Because you have two choices what to focus on. You can focus on God. But if you're not careful, you can focus on darkness. And darkness can surround you. And there are lots of people in this world who get stuck in the darkness. There are lots of people in this world who fight the demons of darkness. And John says to us, believe in your God. Because your God was first. And your God formed the earth. And the word was with God. And God spoke light into the darkness. The truth is God exists. The second truth is, is that darkness exists. If you deny that darkness exists, you're not facing the reality in which you live in. If you deny that darkness does not exist, you are not facing the reality in which you live. We can turn off all the lights and we sit in darkness. One particular night while I was batching it, I was sitting in, I was putting a new rear end in my, I was putting a rear end in my recliner is what I was doing. And I was just contemplating. The TV wasn't on. I wasn't doing anything. And I was thinking about how do we walk into 2021? And there were some dark things that came up. Things like, have you ever heard this phrase? You can't do that. You're not good enough to do that. 
You ever hear phrases like that? Oh, I don't think you're thinking right. And it got dark. It got dark. And every one of us walked through the darkness. But my particular chair sits at a particular angle. And it looks out this window. And I look out across this pasture and I look into this creek. And the creek has things I'm not used to, these big trees. And lots of times I can't see any light because of the trees. But, but there's one particular light that stays on 24 hours a day in that darkness. 24 hours a day, there's a light from across the pasture that I can see through the trees. And it's a reminder to me, it's just, it's just a light like you flip the switch. It's somebody's outdoor light on, on their little building. But it's a light. And it shines when those dark thoughts were coming. I looked out of there and I happened to see that particular light through the pine trees and the cedar trees. I saw that particular light. And I thought, you know what? Get out of the darkness. Remember that God is God and God asked us to move out of the darkness because the light came in Jesus Christ. The word is God. The word was with God and the word moved into the world. God sent the word into the world. He came, he created everything, but the world didn't recognize him. That's what happens when we sit in the darkness. We deny the light. We don't recognize that God is with us. We don't recognize that God is around us. We don't recognize all the good things. We begin to focus on the can'ts and the won'ts and the shouldn'ts and all those things that we don't understand. And we put ourselves down and then God shines a light into our lives. And that light is Jesus and we're to recognize that light. Can you imagine how God feels when God sends the Christ into the world and the world kills the Christ? We do it every day. But our God, who was in the very beginning, who created the heavens and the earth, who created order into the chaos, who brought light into the darkness, knows us so much that God sent God's self into the flesh. Pinch yourself right now. Reach over and pinch yourself. You know what you feel? You feel flesh. Your very God became that. Have you thought of that? The one who created all things, the one who made all things new, the one who spoke light into the darkness, the one who brought order into the chaos became this flesh with blood pumping through his very veins. He became flesh. He sweated like you and I sweat. He cried like you and I cried. He bled like you and I bled. Our God loved us enough to bring Jesus to us so that God would know he loves us. And we don't recognize him. We get caught in the darkness. We don't listen to the cans and the wheels and the hopes. We get caught over here. And we listen to the voices in our head that somebody said to us a long time ago. You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not rich enough. And we don't recognize our God. Can you imagine how his heart breaks? To not be recognized. The one who created every cell in your body. The one who knows what it means to have cells. What it means to have illness in your body. What it means to hurt. What it means to be betrayed. What it means to be talked about. What it means to be gossiped about. The one who's walked the very sands and soil of the earth. Who's given his life for you and I in his own human condition. Knows our very being. 
and cares about us enough that we don't recognize him because we don't focus on the light. I stayed up past midnight, New Year's Eve. (laughs) Yeah, that's big time for me. I got New Year's Eve wishes at 8.30 from the rest of my gang. I stayed up past midnight. And as I sat there in the darkness of my house, no no ball falling on the TV, nothing, just the darkness of my house, I looked through the trees. And the first thing I saw for the new year was light. And I smiled. And I smiled because God was showing me the light. So then I got brave. I unlocked my back door and I stepped out into the darkness. I stepped out towards that very light that was shining through those trees. And I stepped out and I looked up and oh, my goodness, did I see light? Did you hear what I did? I stepped into the darkness and I looked up and I saw light. The very word came to be among us and walked with us. The truth of the matter is that God exists, that darkness exists, but the bigger truth is that light exists and the light became flesh like you and me. And the light had a heart that beat. And the light had a head that sweated. And the light wants us to walk with them. The the light wants us to walk as the flesh that's empowered by the light. Do you hear me? We can make all the bold promises we want. We can make all the New Year's resolutions we want. But if we're not of the light, We're of nothing. We can do all the good things. We can have all the best laid plans of mice and men. But if we don't walk as people of the light, we are nothing. Just a clanging symbol is what Paul says. If we don't love as people of the light, then we're just a clanging symbol. God has called us to this moment. John has reminded us that when we doubt ourselves, that when we get insecure, that when we worry about the world thinks about us, when we fight our own personal demons, and let me tell you, every one of us have them. You are not alone in that journey. Every human being struggles in the darkness. But the light shines in the darkness. The light guides our way in the darkness. The light gives us hope in the darkness. The light gives us vision in the darkness. The light gives us direction in the darkness. The light came and dwelled among us and knows our very beings so much that the light knows how to guide us through the darkness. There is nowhere that you can go in your life that God hasn't already been. And there is nowhere you can go in your life that God isn't already there before you. The flesh walked amongst God's people. And those who choose to believe, come on now, those who choose to believe, is that you? Those who choose to believe, believe in the light, believe in the grace that's offered through a relationship with Jesus Christ, you inherit the light. You inherit the light and you're called to walk into the world shining that light to all people you can shine it to. And the exciting thing is, is that your path is going to be different than my path. 
that the people you encounter are going to be different than the people I encounter. And God's going to bring the diversity of the world together because the light bearers are going to go out before him and he's going to shine the light into all of their places. Just think about if you and I, no matter what we're walking through, that we look up and we find the light and we get our direction and we go out into the world and we shine the light into our small community, our small influence of friends, our small influence in this world. If you start to add that up, do you know how many people we're going to touch? There's 50 of us in here. Touch one person with the light. That's 100. Exponentially, God will work. And God has promised us that you are children of God. You are children, the great parent of all. If you believe, you've become a part of that flesh. Not natural flesh. Not born of natural birth. Not born of some husband's decision. Born of God. You are born of of God. If you believe in Jesus as your Christ, the Lord and Savior of your life, and you accept him as your personal Lord and Savior, pinch yourself. That's God's flesh. That's God's flesh. Because you've now been born again is what they mean. You've come into a new understanding of who you are. And you are flesh that walks into the world that's guided by the light. No longer guided by your own selfish intention, but you are guided by the light of God. You are guided by the one who offers grace to you so that you can go out into the world and be kind to people and offer grace to other people. And here's the secret. In that offering of grace, please hear this. In that offering of grace, God is revealed. Love is manifest. And the kingdom of God is established on earth. You are a child of God. A God who knows the darkness. A God who created light to overcome the darkness. And you are flesh of the Most High. It's your choice to decide. Will you follow the light? Or will you live in the darkness? Only you know which way it'll go. My advice, walk outside, look up, and let the light guide you in all that you do. Amen and amen.